Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Our last podcast, we looked at the risks of life, part one. And we examine the witnesses, the cloud of witnesses. Today, we are looking at the risk of life, part two, weights and sin. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says in part B, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth easily beset us. Today, as we progress in our topic, the race of life, we shall be examining weights and sins and how they affect our race in life. What is weight? Weight means load, something heavy. A heavy object to hold or press something down or counterbalance, like an anchor. Overpowering force. Weight means to oppress with a burden. There are other meanings, but in line with the scripture understood, these are the definitions of the word weight. Then what is sin? Sin means an offense against religious or moral law. So without law, there is no sin. It's when you fail to perform the obligations in the law that connotes that you have committed a sin. Sin means an often serious shortcoming or fault, a transgression of the law of God. So either knoweth the right thing to do and doeth it not to him is a sin. That is James 4.17's definition of the word sin. So if you know to do good but decide not to do it, God considers it a sin. It was proven in a survey that an average athlete lost 1.4 seconds mile per pound. An average athlete lost 1.4 seconds mile per pound. For example, if you carry an extra 10 pounds, you will add 14 seconds per mile to your race or to your run. Weight slows one down in a race. I say that again. Weight slows one down in a race. This is why athletes always exercise to keep fit and to stay light. The lighter you are, the easier your flight. Praise the Lord. The lighter you are, the easier your flight. Let's take note of that. There's a saying that angels fly because they are light. Just take a balloon and hold a string, and it just begins to fly. Take a kite, it flies. And if you want the balloon to even fly more, reduce the, the density of the air and put helium, and it just keeps going up. The reason why many of us are where we are today is because of weight, weight of guilt, Weight of envy, weight of unforgiveness, weight of hatred, 
of malice. We don't need that. Guilt over what has happened. It's the past. It's done. You can't undo what has been done. No need just carrying guilt and just walking around with guilt. Oh, it's my fault. I should have done it this way. You are men and you fail. You, can't, you, you have weaknesses. Guilt can weigh one down. And so let's get rid of guilt. Envy. You are not there. Someone else is there. You don't need to envy. The Bible said that um, the high priest recognized that Jesus was brought to him by the scribes and the Pharisees because of envy. They envied what Jesus had, the, the miracles Jesus performed, the crowd that Jesus commanded, the healings. They envied him. And instead of going to find out or even follow him, so that at the end of the day, he rubs off on them. They decided to kill him, thinking, but that was that going to bring about anything, any addition to their lives? No way. So when we envy others for, you know, what they have that we don't have, it just brings about a weight. You don't need to envy. There is room for improvement. You can get there. Just be patient. Just be patient. So patience is a key to envy, a cure to envy. Hatred, just, just don't like the person. It's a weight. Whenever you see the person, mm, you're, you are upset. At times for no just reason. You just don't like the face. You just don't like the confidence of the person. How the person works, how the person talks. The person is doing better than you. You just hate. Just like Joseph's brothers. They hated him. And plotted his downfall. Which God finally orchestrated for his lifting. Malice. I'm not, I'm not having any, I don't have any problem with him. Well, I'm not just talking. That's silence. That silent treatment you give to somebody. You stay in the same house. You don't greet. You don't talk. Even if the person greets, mm, thank you. All right. Just giving syllabic, syllabic, syllabic words. You know. Malice can weigh a man down, can weigh a woman down. Unforgiveness is a weight. I think it's one of the biggest weights that affect us Christians. God taught me forgiveness years ago, 2004, 2005. You know, God taught me forgiveness. And I learned that forgiveness is not what I give to somebody else. It is what I owe myself. And so whenever you, you dwell in that state of unforgiveness, you are giving power to the person that brought the offense to hold you more. Why? A person is just enjoying himself or herself and you, you can't sleep. You can't, you can't rest. You, your, your, your heart beats, your heart rate is high. You are upset. You are tensed because of unforgiveness. Let go of the person and let God do the 
you know, the fighting for you. He says, I will hold my peace and he will fight for me. Low self-esteem can be a weight. I've worked with people that don't really know anything. And yet they are very easy to learn. They are easy. They are, they are teachable. And as a result, you see them grow and glow. Because they have good self-esteem. But there are people. Their self-esteem is so low. They don't even believe in themselves. And so they believe that others don't believe in them. And it weighs them down. They are always gloomy. Always sad. Always wearing a long face. Is a weight. I may not have mentioned your weight. But you know them. It is time to lay them at the feet of Jesus if you must move forward. I remember when David was to face Goliath, King Saul gave him his armory to put on for protection to keep him safe from Goliath. The Bible recorded that David could not, he wore it all, but he said, no, 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 I have not proven this. This is too heavy. It was too heavy for him. He couldn't even walk. He was not used to that. He was used to his catapult. So that protective weight for, for, was for, for protection. But at the end of the day, it was too heavy to carry. So at times the weights you, that you have, you actually put it there before to protect you. You know, you put up a front so that others will not hurt you. Now it becomes a weight. David pulled them off and used what he was used to the word of God and brought that uncircumcised Philistine Goliath down. Come to think of it again. Is it not possible that the reason why Goliath fell so fast as the stone hit his head was as a result of the weight on him? Now just check out first Samuel 17, five to seven. One man had helmet of brass on his head. He now wore a coat of mail weighing 5,000 shekels of brass on a person. Then, greaves of brass upon his legs, target of brass between his shoulders, that is javelin of bronze, spear with the head weighing 600 shekels of iron. That's enough to weigh somebody down. And so when the stone hit his head, he lost balance. It could not stand for it just it just it just hit the ground. Boom. Praise the Lord. That's what weight does. It makes you fall. As a slightest sin comes, you are on the ground. Sin and weight weighs you down, brings you to the floor at the slightest provocation of the devil. And you are you are gone. Praise the Lord. Those things are not necessary. Why did he wear so much protection? I'm talking about Goliath now. Why? If he was a strong man, if he was indeed that strong, why did Goliath wear so much protection? Most times we put on weights ignorantly to protect us, to drive people away, to secure our weak frame. Do you really need them? Psalm 84 verse 11 says that the Lord is our shield 
And as long as we walk uprightly, the Lord remains our shield. The Lord is the shield. Instead of putting on weights that will weigh you down, I recommend you put on the whole armor of God as re recommended in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. 1 Thessalonians 5, 8 puts it that faith and love is a breastplate. Putting on faith and love as a breastplate and helmet as hope of salvation. So your hope of salvation should be your helmet. Faith and love should be your breastplate. Let faith and love protect your heart. You know, breastplate for, your, for the front because there's no covering for the back anyways. Breastplate, use faith, you know, not fear. The Bible said that the faith comes by hearing the word of God. And you also know that fear comes by hearing the word of God. Fear comes, faith comes. And fear brings down, it's a weight. It's a weight. Fear, the Bible says, brings torment. But faith brings lightness of spirit, of heart. So guide your heart with love. Guide your heart with faith. Guide your head with hope of salvation. When you, you, you have hope, you can live another day. When there's no hope, Nothing seems meaningful. Life just looks meaningless. No drive to move on. Praise the Lord. So, look at Goliath. Helmet of brass. Look at me. Look at you if you are born again. Helmet of salvation. Instead of the javelin of bronze that Goliath carried, you need the sword of the Spirit. I need the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Word of God. It costs asunder. It even to the sinews, even to the bones. The Word of God penetrates to the deepest part. The Word of God is the best weapon that we can ever use. That will not constitute any physical weight like the javelin of bronze. Now we need a sheet of faith, like I said. Sheet of love. Sheet of faith. Goliath's own was made of brass, and that was heavy on him. And for our feet, we don't need greaves, greaves of brass, like Goliath had on his feet. Us, we just need evangelism. Feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We need to speak peace at every time. We need to speak the word of God. We need to share the scripture to people. And by so doing, you are protected without having to carry any weight. Weight weighs down. Now remove the T from weight and you see that it weighs. 
It weighs a man down. It will weigh you down. It will stop you from praying. You become depressed. When you begin to look at things that are not working, things that are not happening, as opposed to you celebrating the things that are happening already, it brings a weight on you. You look at the other person is progressing and you don't seem to be progressing, but time and chance happening to all. And so wait, wait, wait on the Lord. In his appointed time, he makes all things beautiful. Praise the Lord. I can testify about that. He makes all things beautiful. All you need is to wait upon the Lord. Take away the weight and wait on him. Wait on him. He knows the future, even from the now. It may look like you are down. Jesus was killed he was crucified in the most, in fact, in the very mean way, like a criminal. He was spat upon. His glory was taken. His humanity was, it was, but it was reduced to worse than an animal. But was he fulfilling his purpose? He was born to die. So whatever you're going through, is it not possible? That, that is the road God wants you to take. Why get bitter? Why get you know resentful? Why do you run away from God instead of running towards Him? I'd rather run away, run away from the weight and run into the hands of God. Because what I may not know, I cannot tell what the future holds, but I know the one that holds my future in his hands. <laughs> I don't know what the future holds for me, but the fact that I know that God holds my future in his hand, it gives me peace. So receive peace, sister. Receive peace, brother. This race, you need peace. So, hmm, you need peace to run it. If you have peace, it's like a fuel in your system, like the fuel in a car. It just keeps you moving. People are wondering when men are saying there's a falling away. I am saying there's a lifting up. Even when I have not seen it, I am saying it. And the more I say it, the more I see it. Praise the Lord. Lay down the weight that beset thee. It keeps coming. You try to break it. You try to overcome it. You say it beset that easily. You know that thing that is it. Anger. Anger. Eh, no, that's I am. Um, I, I easily get angry. It is a weight, brother. It is a weight, sister. Get rid of anger. It's not of God. Bible says that anger lies in the bosom of fools. And I believe you are not a fool. Praise the Lord. You are listening to this podcast. You've not given your life to Jesus. This is the moment we are waiting for. I want you to just sit to, to the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner. I realize I've been carrying weights all my life. I've brought them down to your feet, Jesus. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From today, I choose to live for you. No going back to sin in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me in Jesus' name. Congratulations. You just give your life to Jesus. Keep walking in the Word. Study the Word. Do it. We definitely check out. And if you are born again, listen to this Word and identify the weights in your life. Trust Jesus to handle them. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for listening. I remain Ami Mostukura. See you again another time. I love you. The Lord bless you. Bye-bye.